Hola, mi gente, and welcome to another episode of A31 Comadres, where, where nothing's, nothing's off the table, cuando estás entre comadres. We are coming to you from Salad Bites Media Studio in beautiful old town Salinas, Salinas California. California. And as always, the comadres are happy to be in studio. Como siempre. <laughs> And we are happy to be continuing our spooky month and hope you guys enjoyed our urban legends. Our fun little one. I'm so excited, um, so excited for that one. Episode. Yeah, that was a cool one. We really enjoyed doing the research and we're really enjoying the feedback that we're hearing back from all of you guys. So thank you much. Thank you so much for that. And as promised, we said that we were going to be featuring an episode this month mm -hmm. about the differences between Dia de Muertos and Halloween mm -hmm. because a lot of people think that Dia de Muertos is quote-unquote Mexican Halloween. And, and let's just get that straight right now. It's not. That's not what this is, y'all. Mm -mm. If you want to be very <laughs> technical with it, those are Dia de los Brujos. That's what it's called. It's but... That's well, yeah. That's what they, that's what I that's what I heard. But anyways, before we get into that, one of one of our friends was telling me that she saw on like a Facebook posting or whatever mm -hmm. where there was, <coughs> excuse me, an Anglo woman. We'll say that, and she <laughs> her post was that she was looking for people that could educate her on Day of the Death. She said that Day of the Death, D E A T H, Day of the Death. And I was like, okay. oh, man, I'm just going to say I would charge accordingly because she obviously needs to learn a lot. <laughs> it like, reminds me again, like TikTok. I saw this man. He lives in L.A. Like in I forgot what street he lives on. And I guess like next door to him, it's like there was like a Mexican party like with with Grupo. Mm hmm. And then it was like 12, 1 o'clock in the morning. I guess he had to go to work the next day or whatever, like early. And he was like, this mariachi is not stopping anytime soon. I'm all like, honey. First of all, it's not a mariachi. And whoever said banda, they're wrong too. Like take away their mm -mm, take away their Mexican card. It's grupo. <laughs> it is a grupo. Let's be straight up honest. But anyways, it's so funny. He apologized after. <laughs> Hilarious. But yeah, we. I, I just I didn't know that there was so much confusion that existed surrounding the holidays. And that there is a huge distinction. I mean, there's similarities the and stuff. There are, but not as much as people think there is or how it started them being, I think. Well, the the, the research that I did. Okay. <laughs> That's, so yeah. let's let's start off with Halloween. What is Halloween? All what? Hallows Eve. All Hallows Eve. I like the way that sounds. Do you know how it got that name? Uh, you know what? I did write that down in one of my notes <laughs> during, you know, today. I know it was for the, hold on, keep going, why? <laughs> it's right here. Oh, it means hollowed evening. Hollow evening. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so in what I know, right, mm -hmm. and, and we, again, let's just make this disclaimer right now. Neither myself or the Comadre Frenchie claim to be any type of experts, and we're not trying to educate anybody mm -hmm. by any means, but this is just the uh, the things that we know, yeah. right? Or we looked up, I looked it up on history.com. <laughs> This bitch. Oh, my God. I'm excited to hear what you have to say about the other muertos. Oh, um, no, I just that's a shit I already knew sometimes. But anyways, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So this is just us, you know, platicando de las sabidurías que tenemos nosotras and, you know, yeah. and, and the things that were, you know, passed down to us. So I in doing my own a little research, too, and this is like something that I had 
um, looked up when I was in college, too, because I remember when I was in college, there was this chick that we were getting ready for the other muertos and like mm-hmm. we had like Sempasuchil and stuff and we were like walking through the campus. And there was this chick, white girl, obviously, and she was with her friends and they were like talking or whatever. Mm -hmm. And someone was like, oh, like, what are they doing? Or, you know what I mean? And Uh like pointed to us and like, you know, very colorful and like, you know, all the decorations for an altar. And she was like, oh, them and their pagan like holiday (gasps) or whatever. Oh, no, she did and I'm not sure say she that. Was, like super Christian or whatever. Right. So me, I was like, dude, like I wanted to have some like witty comeback for that. And I didn't. And and I, I wanted to like, no, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I. So you heard have, her say this. I heard her say that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I didn't like say anything back to her. OK. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And uh, but nunca se me like olvidó. And I was like, dude, like I wish I had some like witty thing to say back to her and be like, no, actually, you're wrong. The. You know what I mean? The Mm -hmm. roots are actually blah, 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 blah. And like school her down real quick. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know it at the time. And so because I didn't know it, I was like, fuck that. I'm going to educate myself. So that's when I started like learning about the differences between the other muertos and like Halloween. Yeah. Before that, a lot of it to me was just like I was always drawn to like danzantes Mm -hmm. and like, you know, the smell of the like copal and stuff like that. And siempre se me hacía tan bonito. And so that was just part of like what we grew up with in the culture here. Like the other more normal to us. Yeah. The other more yeah. is very much embedded into the Chicano yeah. culture as well. Mm-hmm. I feel like. So, yeah. But I didn't know like where the, the you know, the roots came from. Yeah. Or whatever, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. So. So, yeah. So that's when I started learning or whatever. And of course, the first thing I find out is that actually the other muertos is not pagan, but Halloween mm-hmm. is pagan. Yes, it is. It's a <laughs> pagan holiday. It comes from. It's funny. I kept saying this word wrong. It's called <laughs> it's spelled S-A-M-H-A-I-N. So, of course, my paisas was like Samhain. <laughs> and then but then I saw it later. It's called Sawain, like S-A-S-A-H-W-A-N-E. Sawain. That's how you that's how you pronounce it. Yes. And I was like, interesting. So Sawain means summer's end. That's what it means. Yeah, I saw that. And of course, I was like thinking like. Why is it called this thing? But I know it's pagan. I've always known it was pagan, right? Now, yo, terca. I was like, I need to find it where it says pagan. And I finally found it. It's a pagan festival. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, boom, there you go. So what it was is it's a Celtic festival. And it was to honor the transition of the seasons or the end of the harvest season. Mm -hmm. So... Again, like a, a lot of the the what they deem like pagan later, what the um, Abrahamic or like Christi- Christianity deemed <coughs> pagan later on, mm-hmm. a lot of them have to do with like the cycles of like you know what I mean, like the the natural rhythms of the earth. Yeah. So these were festivals that were like um, surrounding like the the transition of seasons. Obviously, yeah. you know what I mean. And so yeah, so that festival or whatever right this pagan festival mm-hmm. how do you pronounce it Sawain. Sawain. i'm probably saying it wrong too <laughs> <laughs> that night or that the day of that festival mm-hmm. that evening was also the celtic new year so oh, yeah. because of that it was considered a time between years mm-hmm. so i feel like one of the major differences between halloween and dia de muertos is that halloween all of the tradition and stuff like that is surrounded around like morbid thoughts surrounding death you know when what it I comes mean? to halloween correct oh yeah. yeah yeah that's what i saw that halloween they make it more sad and scary 
-hmm. That's what it is. But when Whereas it comes Dia to the muertos, it's a celebration it's, of yeah, life. It's happy. It's all these colors. It's food everywhere. You know, mm -hmm. it's people smiling. But it's also a commemorance of that person. Yeah. And celebrating their life. Mm -hmm. So it's not about mourning. It's not about death or solitude or being sad. That's not what it's about. It's about being happy. It's about remembering. Right. Exactly. So during this this time that is, you know, their their new year is and that time between years, mm -hmm. they believe that the ghosts of the dead were able to, because the veil was very thin, the ghosts of the dead were able to come and walk like the earth. Right. This is the Halloween, right? Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. See, but it's similar mm -hmm. to the there other Los are... Muertos. See, there's that that ties in, you know? Yeah. So in in that sense, it is the same. Yeah. But the huge difference is, is that they believe that like, it was like scary for them. Yeah. See, it's funny you say that when you're like, here we are honoring death. And here's like, they would do the festivals, the Celtic festival, a sewing. They would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. Yeah. And I'm just like, why would you do that? But then I'm thinking like, wait, it makes sense. Because it was the like, Western yeah. idea of death and ghosts and spirits and things it's just like scary. that were scary yeah. they had they in their religion or in their practices there was no connection right mm -hmm. so so yeah so that's just it's bizarre to me right because for us like all of the people who pass and like in our traditions like they become our ancestors mm -hmm. you know exactly what I mean? so for people to be afraid of death or like or not to, not so much death but to be afraid of like ghosts and stuff it was just it doesn't sound right i mean for us it sounds like why like yeah <laughs> you're like bizarre. that meme with the hand out right like what the hell like doing all this math in your head you're like <laughs> huh it doesn't make sense make it make sense it doesn't not to I, us i don't know exactly not to us and so yeah so they wanted to like keep the spirits at bay yeah they need away from every yeah correct to they, cross that line right i'm assuming right like the thin right okay. yeah so like like how how you said they had all these rituals uh like surrounding like fire and dressing up in like costumes like scary you know first of all like, what kind of costumes were they wearing back in the day yeah i don't know ghost <laughs> sheets over their head and now wonder they wait, wait that came out wrong. <laughs> <laughs> anyways that's and, still a scary that's yeah. still a, another scary one yeah girl so yeah i i'm sure as bizarre as some of our traditions and foods and customs sound to other people this when i'm reading this i'm just like this is really weird yeah i like you're right not how we were raised to mm -mm. view death mm -mm. and i feel like someone if you want to get like real you know Technical. collegiate about it not technical but oh. more collegiate right mexicanos i think in particular have a very interesting relationship with death mm -hmm. we do not fear death because you know what i mean yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And so yeah so like mexicanos and people of mexican descent we, we do not fear death mm -hmm. like it's not something that we fear and death and in the quote-unquote afterlife and things of this nature it, it's a transition it's an ascension into a different phase of your life so you, you know it's, yeah it's, per se exactly, right yeah and uh a way of putting it <clears throat> mm -hmm. um and so um again if you want to get real collegiate about it one of 
my favorite writers is um, Octavio Paz, and mm-hmm. he wrote The Labyrinth of Solitude. That's one of his most famous works. And mm-hmm. in there, he has a, a whole chapter about, um, it's called All Saints Day of the Dead. So he talks about it. Um, and so he was writing this, I believe that was published in like the ni- 1950s. The book? That yeah, you- early 1950s. <clears throat> But he also was quoted, and it's like one of my most favorite quotes of his, but he says, of a Mexican person, a Mexican person is, quote, is familiar with death, Mm -hmm. jokes about it, caresses it, sleeps with it, celebrates it. It is one of his favorite toys and his steadfast loves. Mm, I like that. And so that that's just a very poetic, you know, way of describing how, again, un Mexicano, the way that we see and celebrate mm-hmm. death, it, it's almost like a welcomed ascension. Like into- finally you're here type of thing. See, like with me, I don't know. I've always been scared of death when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was scared of it. But I think, again, after my grandma's passing, I was like... Lord creator, take me now. <laughs> but at this point, it's just like, I'm not scared of it anymore. I'm just like, when it comes, it comes. What you do you think the difference is now? I think I'm older and I know more about it. I'm more, I did more, not, not research about death, but I actually know there's an afterlife. I know there's mm-hmm. an afterlife. If there's heaven or hell, quien sabe, but I know there's an afterlife. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally, you know, and I know there's people on the other side waiting for me. Yeah, that's it. I know my family's going to be there. Shit. They're like, who chiquilla, we've been watching you. So <laughs> 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 ya me conocen. Like, why are you watching me? <laughs> but the other cool thing is, like, all this came from, well, 2,000 years ago, apparently. Like, way hella long ago, right? Mm-hmm. For the pagan festivities. And it was, like, from Ireland, United Kingdom, and Northern France area. So, and it's funny because that Halloween didn't start here in America till 1840s. Because the immigration immigration you know people immigrated from here before that we have to talk about how i i think it's important to talk about how when christianity came into play when the pope okayed it right and so it, it was in the seventh century that the vatican they began to like kind of create their own little capirotada of like church holidays you know what i mean i don't know they're like basically well they again much like if you guys listen to our episode that we did about virgen de guadalupe Mm -hmm. you know and donancing right like they 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 kind of like like tell a different story of it they kind of merge them a little bit together right you know and and they take you know some of the tradition of this and then they merge it with you know a holiday that they kind of like view or is like an accepted holiday Mm -hmm. what do they call them so it's it was like a very strategic move by the church don't think that they were trying to you know what i mean like the church purposefully came to terms that that, i'm sure there was a fucking meeting appropriated by the catholic church yeah but i'm sure there was a fucking meeting and the catholic church was like you know what like we need to get these people to convert mm-hmm. and it'll be easier if we you know give we in a little bit a little bit yeah, of their exactly let's give in a little our bit little twist right exactly mm-hmm. and obviously it all centers around the gregorian calendar which mm-hmm. is the calendar that we still use to this day because we were colonized by people who were spreading christianity mm-hmm. that's it's exactly what happened right which is exactly why anyhow yeah but <laughs> so using the Gregorian calendar and and the the holidays that were observed during that calendar cycle, they ended up fusing this, you know, these days or whatever mm-hmm. <clears throat> with 
All Saints Day. So yeah. back in the day, All Saints Day was known as Hallow Mass. Or, yeah, Hallow Mass. So it was hmm. um, the night before was known as All Hallows Eve because Hallow means holy or spirit and mass mm-hmm. obviously means mass. So it was like the mass of the saints, right? So then it was the night before was known as All Hallows Eve, which later turned into Halloween, right? So All Saints Day is November 1st and mm-hmm. Halloween is October 31st. And I think that's another reason why people try and confuse it with Day of the Dead because Day of the Dead is also a two-day celebration, which is November 1st and November 2nd. So again, you know, another similarity there. So St. Patrick was the saint who brought Christianity to Ireland. Mm -hmm. And that happened in the 5th century. Um, So obviously in the 7th century, when the Vatican adopted and kind of, you know, merged these Celtic traditions or whatever. I saw that um, in the 8th century. Oh, really? Yeah, but I mean, um, it could be in between both. Yeah. yeah. So Ireland obviously adapted to this because they were predominantly Christian at this point. And so during the potato famine mm-hmm. um, of 18, the 1840s, that's when um, there was a huge Irish, undocumented Irish people came <laughs> to the United States. <laughs> on boats. Yes, yes, on boats from different countries. Scotland, Ireland. From all these different yep. countries. Not even from this continent, yo. From Europe, European cultures, what they say? Yeah, many European culture traditions they brought over here and everything. And of and course, because they're white, yeah, like fucking, they accepted them through Ellis Island with open arms. <laughs> Got nothing against <laughs> Irish people, I, or but just saying, I'm just it just upsets me. Mm-hmm. My people were right Aquí here, cerquitas, literally. No, but my people were here, I, right here. But no, they call us undocumented immigrants. But y'all, I just, you know, I could go on. I'm just saying. (laughs) Oh, girl. (laughs) You do this research for these things, and I'm like, there's so many intersections. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, I forgot my piercing was there. There's so many intersections. It's like crazy, right? But anyhow, back to Halloween. (laughs) Pagan fucking holiday. So that's how Halloween came to America, actually. It was through the the mm-hmm. predominantly Irish, mig- the migration of Irish folks that came yeah. through in the 1840s because of the potato famine. And then they brought like their traditions with them. So in Ireland, I guess that there was like the tradition of bobbing for apples that comes from Ireland. For real? I don't know. That. Uh-huh. Yep. I did that once. Yeah. Um, <laughs> playing tricks on people. Like that all, that was like the tradition as well. That thing's like a leprechaun shit. I don't know why. Because they're like, I don't know. Is leprechauns like, to be, I don't know. I'm scared of leprechauns. St. Patrick's movies. Day. Well, I'm thinking of that because like they they like to play tricks too. Like, you know, gnomes. So apparently the whole thing, like people would play tricks like on like their neighbors and like all the, the youths. <laughs> the youths the youths would go out and like terrorize the neighborhood essentially God, um, these kids yeah these, be little mm-hmm. badasses little babies kids and they would like these wh- badass kids one of the things that was like common is that you would steal your neighbor's gate for what like like the, it, that was like a. See, I think of that when it comes to football games. Like you hold the sign defense, like you know fence. 
<laughs> like the gate. <laughs> See, I'm thinking of shit like that. I Think about, but, but you have to put it into the context of like Pero why? 1840s. Pero- gates were really important then to hold hold in animals and like separate property lines or like steal them. Like how would they just? knock it down or were they just like i don't know i'm not i wasn't see, there i started thinking more into it and i'm like how these people would do shit like this why would they i'm do assuming like that the door like just open it like have it just screw it and take it with you type somehow of i don't Ooh, know that's my stealing but I, the, apparently <coughs> that was one of the things that i read they said that like stealing gates and the and it, the, they would wear masks. Is that because you're like the trick-or-treating, like the type of thing? Correct. Right? This is where I'm getting at. That's so then people stupid. would wear masks as they're doing these like vandalisms and things of this masks, nature, right? right? The way they look back in the day, like those creepy ass masks, how they, they were costumes, but they weren't like, they look creepy as fuck. Have you seen those pictures? What are you talking about? You yeah. have to be more specific, no, bitch. You no, can't just those say those masks. See, like, those masks. You know, like the masks that they would wear, right? To steal or to do whatever. That's like the trick, whatever. Like their costumes. What What are we talking about? The, what era? Or the what? era, whatever you're talking about. The no, Halloween, I didn't look back. at that because I'm being very mindful oh, of the things right. that I but consume see, right well, now. Even before, before you and started doing just, this. And we don't just consume with our... <laughs> mouth we consume with our eyes as well. well i like scary shit i watch everything so i always see like the scary stuff like the que no se te mete el diablo por los ojos wey pues ya, ya están dentro de mi <laughs> Eso sí. be mindful of that no for real i know sis. i know for but real. anyways i like scary shit people that know me they, i could talk about it all fucking day about my scary experiences but oh no those are pictures back in the 19 or 18 or early 19 or can sabe whatever and they were actual costumes, like the but they were people trick or treating, but they were like creepy masks. It's like reminds me of like what's that called the the what's that movie with Jack the Skeleton? I can't think of it right now. The Nightmare Before. Yeah, Christmas. you know those three bad little kids in oh the wi- God, yeah, yeah, that's how they look like back in the day. That is crazy. <laughs> they always look like like little rodent animals to me. The those three little kids. Three, yeah, like little <laughs> possums or like the one I think is a possum. Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, so. The Irish brought all these traditions of stealing gates and shit. So they started doing that here in the U.S.? <laughs> yeah, so they brought that here. And I guess they would, like, wear masks to, like, conceal their identities or whatever mm-hmm. so that, you know, they couldn't see who it was. So then people started to leave offerings in the front to steal of their instead. home so that people wouldn't yeah. do these shenanigans. So, like, like stealing gates or, like, I'm sure but this is what they brought from let them from the Ireland, right? Horses out or <laughs> <laughs> whatever door they would steal. Created some sort of chaos or mischief yeah. or whatever, right? So that then it was like so bad that I guess people started to to <laughs> leave these offerings outside. So the whole like idea of like trick or treat, mm-hmm. essentially it was extortion. But see, now I'm confused. Like, okay, and then, like... What do you mean? How are you confused? It was because, like, they brought these things from them from over there from Ireland or wherever. And then that was, like, their festival stuff. But, like, then they brought it here. and mm-hmm. But that was not... Never mind. See, like, it was just normal for them to keep doing it. Because they was like, we fucking do it over here. So, yeah. might as well. So then but they, they didn't just, get it here. So that's why they started doing the whole costume trick-or-treating type of thing, right? I'm well, assuming. no. So that's why they started leaving out those, you know, offerings why did they start or whatever. Why <laughs> well, that whole that whole concept of like trick or treat, uh-huh. like that whole idea that comes from mm-hmm. this. So again, it was extortion. 
So it was like if you didn't leave anything outside, any type of like gift or offering or something like that, uh-huh. then they, they would get, uh, yeah, then you would have some tricks. sort of trick, you know, that makes sense. Perform throw like on toilet you. paper at the house, exactly, and stuff like that. or egg your house, or um, let the dog, the, the horses out. You know what I mean? Whatever would have, <laughs> you have to again horses. put this into the context of when <laughs> it was happening during the world. Like That's funny. they didn't have cars and shit yet, bitch. <laughs> they had to run, <laughs> ding dong, yes, type of shit. It was this is there was no there's no electricity, ding dong. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> well, not I'm not saying like t- like literally. I'm saying like that's what the. They had yeah. to fucking do whatever God they do and then run so fucking that, fast. Like that both. whole idea, it's believed that the phrase trick or treat was born in like the 1940s. And they said oh, that it was like, like, it's like, it's not like old, old. Like mm-hmm. it's still. It's not that old. No. Mm-hmm. They said that like after that, that huge Irish migration in the 1840s, they said that by like the 1930s, mm-hmm. like it was real bad. And so that's when they started <laughs> leaving these bounties out and they were like, oh shit. So that kids wouldn't like, yeah, because they were just like terrorizing the neighborhood essentially. So they, you know, would leave these bounties out or whatever. So trick or treat, like I said, it's it. <laughs> It was basically like, give us cool shit or we're going to trash we're your house. Fuck you up, basically. Fuck yeah. up your shit. Uh-huh. So then that's, that's when that whole idea of like going door to door and like knocking and like trick With or treat. With actual like, and, like treats. Dressing up and like, mm-hmm. yeah. So traditionally, the costumes that they had, like back in like the Celtic days and even back to those days, they were like supernatural or like scary and like really morbid you know what i mean but then that morphed into time to like fucking you know know cinderella and mickey mouse (laughs) frozen (laughs) um i know this is off topic or is this where also where you know how santa claus and it's that one um saint nicholas yeah but there's the other one if you're bad the the thing will take you yeah there's like from ireland too there's like they have a festival too and then they'll have like the nice Santa Claus walking, but then they have like basically el, el diablo. The Grinch. It's not like the maybe, maybe their type of Grinch, but mm-hmm. I want to know. Does it come like from the same? Probably right with like Ireland, Scotland type of thing. Can't stop it. I need to. I'm saying it's I need to look at it. Yeah, it's because the office. They always talks about Dwight. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my! Well, I'm just saying. I'm trying to tie things together because they want to do scary things instead of like you know Halloween for us or Dia de los Muertos. It's all pretty, and them it's like not bitch. It's scary. Yeah, because they were again they were trying to like ward off the spirits and like keep them at bay because they were afraid. So all of this is like all these things that are surrounded around Halloween. They're all pagan. They're all it's extortion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like. All a symptom of Christianity, and it was the traditions that we like do now. It was all brought to us mm-hmm. by a whole nother ass country, and people over here. Krampus, Krampus, whatever. Sorry, I found it. See, I'm, I'm, I won't show you, but yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So never mind. So I might okay. I have to look that up later. <laughs> I have to look for the name. Sorry, but see, well, bitch, are you sure you don't smoke weed? <laughs> I think I got secondhand. <laughs> I'm always oh here secondhand, gosh. and I have I just wow. Yeah, my conoces. I love you so much. I love you too. Oh my goodness! No, and so wanna, in oh contrast to oh well, go ahead. No, I was gonna say because I saw another thing because I have a friend that doesn't celebrate Halloween because mm-hmm. like you know they're Christian and they think of Halloween as like you know the devil holiday. 
Mm-hmm. And a lot of people think that. A lot of people don't celebrate it for that same reason. I don't know. I was just thinking, what's your input on that? Like, do you think of it as a sin? Like, I, I really- don't. I have come away from Abrahamic religions mm-hmm. and the constraints that it puts on you. So I don't think that. I was, yeah, no. Doing things like that. I don't. Make I don't you a bad per- or like. Well, I don't really. The word sin to me also that mm-hmm. comes from a very like Western point of view. Mm. And so like I don't. I don't subscribe to language like that anymore. So even that to me, honestly, like on, I'm just being, I'm just trying to keep it real with you. Like, you know what I mean? Like even that word, like like, I feel like that coming away from religion is mm -hmm. not just physically removing yourself from a place and saying, I don't go to church anymore. Mm -hmm. It's liberating your mind from the constraints that religion puts on your views of the world. Yeah, You know, and the way that we view things, the way that we view women, the way that we view the patriarchy, you know what I mean? And and how we justify things in our heads, in our minds and in our societies mm-hmm. because it's centered around Christianity and all of these dogmatic, you know, traditions that are just we, we're just born into them. You, you feel me? And so, like, when I say that I come away from religion, I don't just mean that I don't go to church anymore. I try to live my life in a way where I don't view things from the perspective of religion. Yeah. And to view something as, quote, unquote, sinful is to view it from a religious perspective. I try to view things from a spiritual perspective Mm -hmm. and I'm close to spirituality now and my spirituality encompasses a lot of different things. It's mind, body and spirit. It's how I feel. It's my health. It's the things that I eat. It's the things that I read. It's the people that I surround myself with. It's how I choose to live my life and the products that I buy. And it's it's so much more than just going to church it was just a question because i was just thinking of my friend that's why because i remember (laughs) we were dressed up at our old job and we were like she wouldn't never dress up that's why and i was like oh why like it finally came out because her family but okay but to like see it as sinful like i just i can't i don't have a way to like you know what i'm saying like i know know. it was just curious because when i saw that thing like where i read across i'm like Cause I never thought of it like that. Cause mm-hmm. shit, I always dressed up for Halloween since I was a little kid. And then I was like, Hmm. Then I thought of that friend of mine. I was like, Oh, like it makes sense. You but know, I think that that also very much goes back to their idea of heaven and hell yeah. and God and, and devil and things like that. So the contrast that exists in religion yeah. is, is I, very different from like the contrast that yeah. exists in like, spirituality you know yeah, what I, mean? I know i know no it's just it kind of like i guess kind of made me think because it's like because it's supposed to be coming like from pagan celebrated with catholic traditions i mean mm-hmm. i know christian and catholic are two different you know views. well it's under the same yeah. umbrella but of, yeah you know how that goes but i was just thinking like well but then i was like well and i kept going like this at work and i was like yeah and i was like but this and i was like man i stopped googling shit here at work okay go back to work <laughs> well it's like hard too because they see things as good and bad There's the devil and then there's God and one is good and one is bad. You know what I Mm -hmm. mean? So like when you don't live and when you don't see the things that are in the gray area, you're not you're viewing things from a very narrow perspective. Yeah. Like I read this thing. I'm going to read this real quick um, before we go on to the Los Muertos. It says 
based on both pagan and Catholic traditions of connecting with the dead in hopes to gain power in the pagan tradition or to make inter interesting in the Catholic tradition. But this is scripture makes clear that neither is possible. I'm all I didn't believe in that. Like basically saying that you can't really connect with the dead the day of Halloween or Hallow's Eve, whatever you want to call it. All Hallow's Eve. Yeah. And then any power. I'm like, I don't know about that. But come on. when Because that to me, it well, comes back to the los muertos because we try to connect with our ancestors. But they're saying that in scripture that doesn't exist. No, and yeah. of course, it would make sense that in scripture it doesn't exist mm-hmm. because... Again, all of this happened when the Vatican had this, you know, council meeting or whatever back in the seventh century (laughs) and they merged it with Celtic Mm -hmm. tradition. So, of course, it's not going to be in their Bible. And of course, you know, I I love this quote from Ariana Brown, one of her poems. She says the Western world would have you believe that that which is not written isn't true. And so, again, it goes back to that. Yeah. They think that if it's not written in their Bible, it must not be it's true. It's not true. You know what I mean? And I had and an so argument like this with Pat. I just... <laughs> I, like, really had an argument with him. And he was... Never mind. That's a long story. But I was like, no. And, like, I literally put my fist down. Like, you don't understand. He was like, but this... I'm like, you know what? Shut up, altar boy. I can't deal with you anymore. Altar boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't deal with you. Like, shut up. Damn. I'm <sighs> sure that was a... Never mind. <laughs> Have a yesterday. To myself. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but again, the, this whole idea that surrounds like Basically, Halloween. Halloween's like a church thing, like Catholic tradition, pagan stuff. Like, well, it's with holy, I, like religion. It's believed that it has its its roots in, in uh, Celtic tradition. So, so yeah, I mean, that's. And and then it was fused into Christianity like they, you know. Like they found it. Well, no, not like they found it, but they just, they, they it again, it was a strategic move. They're trying to get as many people on to onto convert. the bandwagon yeah, yeah, as yeah. possible. Exactly. To convert yeah. as possible. And in order to make it easier to get more people to convert, just then they're like, all right, we'll, we'll give them a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? So, so they, they merge the holidays. So, yeah. But the other Muertos is... Very it's a lot different. more fun. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> well, it's more fun. I think more fun because like we have more things to do and it lasts for like basically three days for us. The other thing, too, is that when we talk about the other muertos and like I talking about like where the roots are, you know what I mean? Like it's difficult for me to like talk about that because I don't read like the mm-hmm. codexes, obviously. And like our two of us. Our history <laughs> is is an oral history. It's not that of a written history, Mm-mm, right? Exactly. And so a lot of the traditions even surrounding the other muertos, you know, it's about storytelling. It's about honoring your loved ones and telling the stories of how they lived their life. And mm-hmm. you know, in the same way that we remember our loved ones and we're like, oh my God, I remember that one time that homie did this or like you know what I mean? Yeah. And you you're commemorating their life, right? And you're you for me i think back at all the the highlight reel right Mm -hmm. so yeah so again and it's all an oral tradition it's a tradition of like storytelling so for me i can't just like google some shit and be like oh yeah well this is what google says (laughs) and this is what because i have never learned where the tradition comes from from a true like maestro or maestra Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and they and they're are those that are out there that are true maestros that know their that, know that their shit. read ellos yeah. pueden entender el, y leer los los códices mm-hmm. so estamos hablando de otra forma de 
you know, the way that they comprehend things mm-hmm. is different, you know. Obvio, like, they speak Nawa fluently mm-hmm. and, like, you know, things of this nature, right? So for me, unless I'm learning and I get my information directly from a source like that, like, I'm, or, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or or I'm adjacent to that. Like, I got a homegirl that went and sat with, you know, El Maestro Matsatsin and he taught, you know, that class or whatever. And then she comes back and tells me like, you know what I mean? Like, unless I get it like adjacent like that, like mm-hmm. I'm not really 100% sure because I don't know. I Again, I don't read the codexes. So, so I don't know, but it is believed that, that there is a, a Mexica holiday that is very similar to what we celebrate now as day of the dead. Mm-hmm. But obviously with everything. And again, listen to the Tonantzin episode, they they fuse these holidays, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so it's believed that there there was, actually, it, it's also believed that there are six different and distinct celebrations during the year that are similar to the other muertos. Well, that's dope. I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Within, like, the, the calendar, right? So one of them is originally a 20-day celebration, that happened in September. Um, I saw no, one in it September. happened in August. Oh yeah, July through August, and yeah. it correlated to the July, early August. It correlated with the with the migration of the the monarch butterflies, mm-hmm. and so particularly like the Purapesha people in Michoacan believed that the monarch butterflies were their relatives, their ancestors that mm-hmm. were coming back from. Um, the dead, right, or from the afterlife and coming to visit them. Um, so it was like almost a month-long celebration, um, which I think is beautiful, right? It's such a, because to honor someone and to honor their life and their tradition and things like that. So they would do the tradition of of honoring their ancestors. They would tell stories. And again, 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 it's all oral tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, they would also create ofrendas to honor their loved ones that had passed. So that's why it's believed that that one is the mo- the one that most closely resembles Dia de Muertos. That's cool. I didn't know that. Well, and also I read también that supposedly even before the like Aztecas did the Day of the Dead, whatever, it actually goes back even further to the Toltec people of Central mm-hmm. Mexico where they started the traditions. Oh, okay. And basically from the Aztecas, you know, Aztec people. How took- did they celebrate or when? It was pretty much the same, the same, the late July, early August. Oh, okay. so it was a twenty-day tradition. That's what I read them, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh, that's pretty dope." So, Do, like, it was they like have a month. name for it? They didn't have it. No. It's just basically in their language. It was probably just the other los muertos, but maybe honoring death, you know, or something like that. I'm assuming, but don't quote me on it. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm assuming, but everything is just when I saw the twenty-day month, I'm like, "Damn!" I'm like, "I wanted if I was there back in the day, it would probably have been like super." I mean, just to acknowledge or see the way everyone does it differently or it's crazy how back in the day they did it and now till this day it's still being honored but in different areas or different ways but Mm -hmm. more like up to date day of the dead does that make sense yeah so the the one that i was talking about i believe i believe it's pronounced mikwatli oh that's the goddess of death yes yes that's my bitch (laughs) (laughs) well but that's well me Mikla I can't pronounce it. I'm death. not going to try it. Mikla means death. I know yeah. that for sure. And anything. Mikla. I was trying to see if I can pronounce it, but I was like, nope. And the 
the last part of it, I believe, is is like the land of. Yeah. So that's the land of the what, dead. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I remember, if I learned correctly, <laughs> if I learned. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I. it's so interesting to me now that I am trying to learn Nahuatl, how difficult it is to find information. You know what I mean? Right. I know it's what not you as mean. easy no. as Mm-mm. one would think. It's not. And part of it is because there's no standardized way of Mm-mm. like even the spelling of the language. Because again, you have to remember that you're using like, you know, like the, the like Roman alphabet, essentially. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like even the way and like spelling it and stuff like that, like there's extra H's sometimes. So like you'll be Googling something and you're like, no, no, I don't think that's what I'm looking for. Like, <laughs> You know what I mean? And it's just like, because again, there's no standardization of it. And so when you look at the codexes and stuff, like it's not written. like It's not like no. the way Mm-mm. you like a book, motherfucker. Like it's look it up. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I highly, highly recommend that people look at just the visuals of the beauty of that because even that just is so stunning even if you don't understand it but the more and more you try and decipher it you realize that even now like our elders are they continue the tradition of the oral tradition exactly so i think word by mouth or like something like that i don't know yeah word of mouth yeah Mm-hmm. So that's what it is. That's pretty cool, though. I mean, our stuff is not written down. We just, like you said, everything's just, oh, grandma said it. Her mom said it. Su tía de ella dijo. Or I don't know, stuff like that. That's how I remember things. But you know what? The other thing, too, is, like, we need to realize how privileged we are. Yeah. And, like, we have the advantage of things like the internet. And you know what I'm saying? So, like, I... To, to know when a maestro is going to be in your area. You know what I mean? Take advantage I, of it and go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> to know when there's going to be a market. When, you know, to to find the nearest Kaupuli in, mm-hmm. your, in your neighborhood, you know, to get closer to these medicines and to these ways. Once you immerse yourself in it, that's where you start to learn. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, you know, you'll you'll start to learn because you learn the songs. You know what I'm saying? And so I always ask, like, you know, when they're speaking now, what am I saying? <laughs> I want to know. Yeah. I want to know, you know, and I don't want to just I, I want to understand it. I don't want to just sing it. I want to understand. You want to know, it. you know, one of the meaning. Yeah. It's like when we do dance, like, honestly, dude, like me, I don't care if I get a perfection down. It's the me when I dance. I love dancing, first of all. It's coming from the heart Mm -hmm. and I feel it and I just feel it in my feet and I'm just like, sas, vamos. It's like with banda tamorazos type of thing. You know, that's what I feel. And then after like, oof, it's just a different type of feeling and vibe that I'm just like. Even like with that, you know what I mean? Like, I love it. But like, you know, like it's called like danza, danza azteca, right? Mm -hmm. But in reality, no es una danza. Es una oración. Exactly. Que uno está haciendo con los pies. Mm -hmm. So le estás dando una oración a a Tonantzin, you know, to Mother Earth. Mm -hmm. That's who you're giving your your prayer to. And you're doing it by moving your feet in a particular way that's Mm -hmm. rhythmic. Mm -hmm. That would be pleasing to the rhythm of... Marcy said, like, everyone has their own steps. Mm-hmm. So as long as it's in the same movement, the same rhythm, the same then you got it. And I was like, when I watch her dance, it's like I love it because to me, she's like, I don't know, like I know it's, it's a beautiful, dude. It's just I know, but then to think of like 
people, uh, you know, dancing at rock shows where I've been to and they're just vibing with each other, like vibing with themselves. And I think of Marcy like that. I'm like, dude, it's so fucking beautiful the way she does it. And I just I want to be like her, like, poco rockera, you know, <laughs> and I'm all like, ah, but I just love it. The other cool thing about like, I'm not going to pronounce her name because I do not want to like the, the, the goddess of death because I cannot pronounce it at all. Yeah, Did I you tried write it down. Let me see. Yeah, it's right here. It's it's right here. Meek something. Meek the. See, I don't want to mispronounce it. I don't want to like butcher it up. Okay. But I'm the goddess, the goddess. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure. And I even try to like see if I can find like the actual like you know pronunciation, like you know break it down, like they did fucking Sawain, but ni tenían eso, and I couldn't find it. Mixtecacuautli. That sounds about right, yeah. I'm not going to try. Yeah, I think that might be something close. I was about to call Holy, so I'm like, how do you say it? Break it down to me. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Gonea, the goddess of death, I mean, Aztec mythology says that she was sacrificed as a baby. But see, even... But who knows? But see, see even... Exactly. Even something like that, like I, I was talking to... Because again, I try to go to the closest source that I have. So I was talking to the homegirl, Julissa, mm -hmm. because she's studied Nahuatl under a, an amazing professor. She has a, a dictionary, English to Nahuatl dictionary, that's like one of the leading... Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of... That's like the one, I guess, is what I'm trying to say, right? Um, not only that, but she's the, been a danzante for like over 13 years mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So anyway, I called her and she was, you know, like just reminding me that like even like when we do things like Google search and stuff like that, right? It's not like, always, a, it's not right. I mean, it's not because we, you no, know. No, that's what I'm saying. Aztec mythology and I went like this. People can't see me, quote unquote, you know. <laughs> yeah, but even like when they refer to it as like a female and male or like stuff exactly. like that. I read that. I mean, too because like, like she can well they say she's a goddess of death but then mm -hmm. i mean i read other places in other books that it's a man or you know it's both i'm gonna say yeah. two spirit mm -hmm. basically you know but so, then here it's like saying like it's they're calling her they're calling you know the death god a she mm -hmm. and i was like okay i thought that was dope because i was thinking santa muerte i was like does that where it kind of you know involves like does that mm -hmm. something similar? I don't know. I was just thinking like that because there is like every time I go to the Mexica market, there's always a statue of her, mm -hmm. of the actual like Aztec, you yeah, know, you've yeah. seen. And then one of my brown beret sisters got it. And I was like, oh, my God, it's fucking beautiful. And then we should ask him like if that is specific to like the feminine energy. Because see, we 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 in Western society or whatever, right? We say she and him, right? <laughs> yeah. But in in Nahuatl, you are referring to like energies, so mm -hmm. like the female energy versus like the male energy, it's like and that's the, why they the snake god, right? I'm assuming because it's well, they call the snake god a him too, no? Or am I? Yeah, it was a feathered serpent. For, yeah, so. Mm -hmm. Is it also considered that the type but of... It's, but see, th see that's, that's why, why it's like confused. male, yeah. female, him, yeah, his, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? But they just mean like masculine energy. So that's why... Versus feminine energy. So maybe... Yeah, we should so ask it's someone. Not, it's not... Ask my the way tonight. that it's interpreted, it's not biology. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. energy. It's different. Well, let me just say what I read. <laughs> like, But so, I just want to be clear for people <laughs> for, who are listening so that we're not mis... No, no, no. It's just... It's like you said. Educating But anybody. this is what, again, quote unquote, I read as a she. <laughs> you know, I'm going to just keep doing this, you know? <laughs> I know you guys can't see me, but I'm doing the quote unquote sign, you know? But yeah, I read this thing where she was sacrificed as a baby and magically she grew to adulthood in the underworld. Mm -hmm. And then from there, according to myth, 
again, quote unquote, <laughs> that her and her husband, I totally didn't even look up who her husband or who her partner would be or is, collected bones so that they would, so they might be returned to the land of the living and be restored by the gods. Okay. And I was like, oh, that's pretty dope. It reminded me, like, I don't know, of all that, you know, I think of the god, you know, um, like Egyptian type of stuff, you know, también. Mm -hmm. And then, but then that's why the Aztecs would fear the underworld. And that's why when their loved one would pass, they would bury them with food and precious objects for her and him. So they would, I guess, not try to come up to the living world. I don't know. I'm, that's the way I kind of like took it as, if that makes sense, because they were like so scared to go or what she was really about or if she was a bad god. I don't know. I'm assuming or something like that, because why would they want to put so many things there for her or him or them? <laughs> and then. Aquí estamos like, you know, and here now we're celebrating dead or celebrating honoring them. And here they were like, I feel like maybe afraid of them. I don't I don't feel like I, I don't mean, maybe the I'm way that wrong. I, yeah, the way that I interpreted wasn't necessarily in that sense. I think that a lot of the tradition that happened in the Mexica culture was centered around um, gratitude. And so being grateful for things, right? So giving offerings mm -hmm. and things of this nature, it wasn't out of fear. It was out of gratitude. So for me, I, I see it more so as like uh, being, you know, that that is to be the person that is in charge of ke the keeper of death or the departed souls mm. or wh whatever right that seems to me they like a very them. big task like something that is very taxing on one yeah. right so to me it i would be in gratefulness of that person who takes on that responsibility and who is tasked with that thing mm -hmm. um so again i i know that in the mexica culture you know Making sure to be grateful for things was something that was very deeply ingrained into the culture. So I don't see it as like, oh, I'm giving you this because I'm afraid you're going to come get me unless I give you something. Like, I feel, again, that's very much it goes back to the way that we're taught in the Christian and Catholic and the Abrahamic religions. Yeah. It's the fear of God. It's the fear of these things that are outside of us. No. Yeah. I see it as this is someone like who is taking takes. on this very dark daunting task mm -hmm. and so i am grateful for you doing that job therefore i don't have to do that job and i don't have to worry about those souls coming back because you are the keeper of that thing mm -hmm. thank you so much for taking on that task here is my offering to you for yeah. doing such a wonderful job <laughs> no because I, mean, no, I don't know if you ever heard of this one podcast it's an old radio show too back in mexico la mano peluda Mm -mm. No, it's like it would talk about like haunted stories and stuff like that. And then I came up. It has a podcast, but it has the old shows from back in the day. So you can tell it's like 90s type of shit, right? Early Analog 2000s. Or yeah, you can hear everything. And that was like one of the episodes you were talking about, like, you know, like you said, religion. Like mm -hmm. I do this because so I can get this back or I don't want bad things or bad juju, you know, type of shit. That's what it reminded me of right now. Mm -hmm. I know not right now later, but you should listen to La Mano Peluda it's a fucking trip dude some of the stories in mexico like you hear like your grandma used to tell you that's the shit you hear on that show and it's all in spanish so i'm like i know this word <laughs> i can say it better now <laughs> you're such a dork <laughs> well see when i can say pocha i have to learn a little bit more <laughs> but yeah again i think it all comes down to the idea that 
Dia de Muertos is a celebration. That's why the colors are different. That's why our tradition is not to be scary. And the whole idea of like the Katrina comes from Mexican cartoonists and stuff like that. Like it's this, all of the ideas surrounding the celebration of Dia de Muertos Mm -hmm. is just that, a celebration. It is about honoring our loved ones. It's about talking about them, about reminiscing, about having happy feelings and thoughts and memories and about good times, making the things that they loved in life, you know, it's about singing and dancing and just laughing and also about keeping tradition, you know, and you know (laughs) what? That's why we use Sempasuchil and that's why we use Copal. And if you're wondering, then go back a couple episodes and listen to our altar making episode where we go over a lot of that stuff in detail so again which is a lot again for a lot for our, our audience you know what i mean like we don't know everything these are the things that we do know and obviously halloween now that you know a little bit about it is a hell of a lot different from the other it's not the Mexican. It's not the yeah. Mexican Halloween. Yeah, de los muertos is not Mexican Halloween. Mm-hmm. So, so I, let's get that straight right now. So I hope that we enlighten some of you guys. We Maybe just hope you guys. Who knows? We just hope we helped you guys. I mean, if y'all can set us straight, let us know. Send us a link. I'm always down to learn. Well, we want to know what you know. You heard from your grandpa, your grandma, your tios, your yes. tias. We want to learn, like you know, family history or which they you know because again it's a telephone everything changes well but again this is like we have a tradition of an oral tradition and i feel like you know part of us doing this podcast like it is us speaking obviously orally Mm -hmm. but you know it's also keeping like a little bit of a a time stamp right you know it's like don't forget yeah don't forget where you came from so let us know we want to hear what you got to say reach out to us as always on all of our social medias and if you got info that you want to share we are down to learn and to hear it so (laughs) shoot it our way and with that i think we should get into regalos y cargas right (laughs) (laughs) what are your regalos y cargas uh my carga oof let's see it's a full moon tonight, and I think it's just crazy how many things I'm letting go in a good way and for the best, for the better, you know. I mean, yeah, that's my carga. It's just letting shit go and letting people go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what it is. Enough of that. Y mi regalo, uh, last Monday on Indigenous Day, I had the honor to go to my first sunrise ceremony. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. I went with my Rambore sisters. That wasn't last Monday. But anyway, go oh, ahead. <laughs> so it was on October 11th. It was, you know, supposed, yeah. you know, fuck Columbus Day, but, you know, Indigenous Day we went. Yes. And, um, yeah, I left Salinas at 1 o'clock in the morning with two of my Rambore, like, brother and sister, and we drove all the way to San Francisco, and we got there, like, at 2.45, boarded the boat, like, maybe around 4 o'clock, 4.15 in the morning. So we were all, like no sleep team basically mm. and i've always wanted to go to a sunrise ceremony because i always heard great things about it and i was always like oh i'm really interested i've never been to alcatraz anyways too mm-hmm. and then i finally went and then it was just so emotional i know i told you about it but it was just to the point where like you feel the energy and then like the capitana like had me in the middle like and i felt the energy from everyone mm-hmm. and then when i heard the water song from one of the the tribes or one yeah one of the tribes from arizona i believe like 
if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. But when they sang the the water song to us, like they dedicated a song to California because we're obviously in a fucking drought. Mm-hmm. I started crying. Mm-hmm. I was like, what the like in my head? I was like, I feel this. Like, why am I feeling this? And then I kept looking around and I was like, the sunrise was freaking beautiful. It was like I've seen sunrises. I've seen sunsets. But this one was different. Mm-hmm. You know, it could feel everyone's energy. Everyone's just like not mourning, but like just celebrating the what the day is supposed to be about you know mm-hmm. and um i know i told this to my capitan i was like like sis like i've been here before and she's like oh you've been to Alcatraz? i was like no like i feel like my soul was like bitch you've been here mm-hmm. remember and i was like tripping out because I, I knew where everything was on that fucking island trip. and i looked and then my sis was like oh you oh girl you've been here Mm-hmm. You've been here, and I was like, and I otra vez estaba chillando, <laughs> like here I go crying again. And then when the Mexica dancers came out, it was cool though because they started doing all the dances. Like I know this dance, I know that dance, I know how to move this way. <laughs> so I was trying not to move with them because I was trying to do security. But then I see like one of my brown first sisters like doing. I was like, ah, pues vale, madre, yo también. And I was all like, but it was so cool. I just I want to go again, but ho- I mean, hopefully for Thanksgiving because there's another day, you know, because another sunrise ceremony. Mm-hmm. I just tell everyone, like, if you haven't been to Sunrise Ceremony, you need to go. It's a beautiful, it's so touching, and it's, like, educational también. And you you hear all these songs, all these different dances. It's just not the Aztec or Mexica dancers. It's mm-hmm. every different type of drives that comes from up north. We have people from Alaska come, from Wisconsin, from Arizona, oh, wow. Texas, everywhere. That's cool. It was so dope. Like, ugh. I loved it. What a blessing. It was. And I went to Danza too that day. (laughs) I completed my circle. (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. So that's my regalo. (laughs) (laughs) See, for me, my... (laughs) It's so funny because it's like, you know, like my carga is... It's not even really a carga. Like I'm, I'm actually in a space right now where I'm actually thankful for my cargas, right? Because like it shows me like where I'm putting my energy or my emotions and it might also be showing me like where I need to work a little bit more as well so like it you know like even thinking about cargas and stuff like that I'm like oh you know the usual ones you know the bills or like things like that mm-hmm. right but yeah I'm I'm just in a, a place of like a lot of gratitude I, I have a lot more regalos than I do cargas right now and I'm very aware of them and I think part of helping me to be more aware of that is and be more in gratitude is I know that I'm very privileged to be able to do this and like so I I started um a a cleanse that I'll be doing for like three weeks and just is this your first week yeah Mm -hmm. oh shit I thought you already had two weeks on it to be honest with you no well I I eased into it very well so I've been on this journey with food starting at the beginning of the year where I really decided that like I wasn't going to eat any meat anymore and so I was like vegetarian for a while so I still had dairy and things like this mostly just cheese and like eggs and pan dulce (laughs) Um, but um but then I I lost a little bit of weight and I wasn't happy with it so then I I started to incorporate like fish and stuff like that into my Mm -hmm. diet so then I was more pescatarian but then slowly I was still phasing myself out of all of the dairy and stuff like that that, and and so yeah and then so maybe about five weeks ago I went full vegan 
That's um, what I'm thinking that you went. Maybe six. I don't even. I have. I'm not even keeping track. But like, yeah, went I went vegan. full vegan a while, <laughs> a couple, several weeks back, um, and then now doing this and eating raw vegan for a while, and then I'll just have like smoothies and juices, and then I'll do like a, a week of just just liquids, just mm-hmm. juices and and water and stuff, and so just really. And like I said, in a lot of gratitude, I really feel like this is a gift that I'm able to give myself at this point in my life. I have a lot of privilege in where I live and the things that I have available to me. And, you know, I have the means to be able to choose what it is that I ingest into my body. And I have a safe space also in order to to be able to gain this knowledge about myself and to, yeah, to, to just to cleanse and to purify mm-hmm. and to you know, to detox in this way, right? I feel like those words are like so like people think like detox, like are you on drugs? Like, you know what I mean? Or alcohol. But it's like, no, just to like when detox you that, huh? from like all this, like all the heavy metals that we carry and that we eat and, you know, the pesticides and the, you know, things like this, right? So just really trying to to be um very, very deep with this cleanse. And mm-hmm. and yeah, and, and I just I'm extremely grateful. This is a big regalo for myself because like I said, I, I have the privilege to be able to do this. So uh-huh. I'm proud of you. Yeah. I'm proud of you. One day yeah. I'm slowly letting go of me <laughs> slowly. Poco poquito, pero start. It starts start slowly. Yeah. Yeah. It does yeah. start slowly. But if someone wants to, then They'll they will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I remember my, you, you want to know, honestly, my journey with, starting to eat very very differently and starting to eliminate things from my diet mm-hmm. it started when when we started going to women's circle oh it's, like, dude really like two months before that uh-huh. i was like i don't feel good when i eat certain things anymore well see i don't eat red meat i only like i mean that was the is first still, thing i yeah. let go of like it's easy for me to let go because i'm not used to eating all the time anyway i saw this documentary don't about tell me because i know what you're talking about mm-hmm. it and I didn't yeah. eat anymore. And I think because I still eat chicken. So I'm like, poco mm. poquito. Like, I don't watch a documentary and you'll never eat chicken again. <laughs> Is it? A, I think I've seen it. I think I think I've well, heard of it. Maybe you will. Who knows? I yeah. don't know. For me, I can't unknow the things. No. Once yeah. I know them, I can't unknow them. Well, I cook and fish. And that's difficult for me. So I'm eating fish now. <laughs> like yeah. this. Yeah. I mean, that's a little for me because I know. But yeah. Yeah. Poco poquito for me. And you know what? You'd be surprised. There's still a lot of things that you can have. I oh, feel no. very full. I'm very uh, yeah. full. I actually have not, um I'm well not, like hungry. We I have, we have you guys and I was telling my coworker and then another coworker heard me. It's like I'm vegetarian and it's really like it's slowly but you can do it. I did vegan but that was too hard for her. Mm-hmm. But now she's just vegetarian. I was like it gets easy, don't worry. And I looked at her like First of all, who's talking to you? But second, I was like, oh, okay. Like when she said, I was like, well, everyone says that. But I think, like you said, you really have to put your mind into it if you're really dedicated to it. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much that's it. But book, book, I book, always think me. to myself, whatever you're not changing, you're choosing. True. And once I knew that how bad chicken was for me, like really, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, and I can't undo that. And I literally, in my head, it's like I'm I have the choice of what I put into my mouth and I'm feeding myself poison. That's why I stopped going to fast food places. Like when I eat that, Mm -hmm. I I'm conscious of the fact that I'm feeding myself poison. That's what that is for your body. Yeah. It doesn't. And that's why you feel like shit. Like after you eat it. We're not saying don't, you know, anyone who does eat fast food, we're not saying nothing bad about you guys or anything like that. (laughs) Let's just put that out there. Cause I know we start talking and we don't think, but 
We just saying it. Just think about it sometimes. That's it. <laughs> but I mean, that's we... the tr- people might get upset, but that's the truth, yo. If you really people look like at like what what is in that and the agreed, yeah, people don't like hearing <laughs> the truth. But if you read of like what's in that and like, can you see the side you know, eye that I'm doing right now? It's just yeah. <laughs> but anyway, maybe we'll end there. <laughs> Friend, she's telling me to end this book. I'm she's all, all like, stop talking, bitch. I'm, I'm like, like, all right. I'll we'll stop talking. I know. I want to end with something funny. I for, so I got the Medusa piercing, and the other day I forgot I was yeah I was eating something. My dumbass forgot, and then my my piercing on the back got stuck between my teeth under right here. Oh my bitch! Goodness. I was like this the whole time. Like I was so scared. Pat wasn't home. I was like, oh my god, I want to pull it. But anyways, I thought that was funny. That was my first oh with my piercing. We'll end it right there. <laughs> I want to end a happy note and a funny note. Thanks for listening, y'all. We'll catch you next week. (laughs) Ciao.